Have you ever wanted to own your own CBD business? If so, you're in the right place. In this podcast, our special guest, Rick Martinez, takes us behind the scenes to give us a peek at what it takes to build a successful CBD business. If you've been bitten by that entrepreneurial bug and want to jump into this multi-billion dollar industry, you don't want to miss this. Keep listening. You're listening to the CBD Q&A podcast. You've got Q's, we've got A's. Here are your hosts, Denise Reinhardt and Angela Stronsky. Ready, set, go. Hey, how's it going? I'm Denise Reinhardt. I'm Angela Stronsky. We are so excited you are here. We are, welcome, first of all, welcome to CBD Q&A, where we answer your questions about CBD. We are certified CBD coaches and the hosts of this show. Now today, our question is going to be one that you are definitely going to want to stick around to the end because we've got special things in store for you today. So our question today is, why is the CBD industry exploding? And so, oh my gosh. It's I am such a great question because it really is. It's like everywhere you go, you hear CBD. CBD here, CBD, 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 it's, yeah. it's everywhere. And so, Today, we have got an extremely special guest here with us today to help us answer that question. But before I introduce our guest, he is wanting to give you uh, his book, Cannabis. Wait, I'm sorry, I want to get it. You'll find your cannabis in cannabis. But you got to hang out until the end in order to find out exactly how to get this free book. You do not want to miss out on this because it is incredible. So without further ado, let me introduce our special guest to you today. Have you ever wondered why you see CBD companies that they kind of pop up and then they disappear? Well, there are many reasons for that. But today we have a special guest with us that is gonna take us behind the scenes to take a look at the CBD industry. Let me tell you a little bit about our special guest. Rick has received the San Antonio 40 Under 40 Award, the prestigious Jefferson Award for Community Service. One of the, he is one of the top 100 companies by US Small Business Administration. He is a three time Amazon bestseller book author. And I love this. He is an Iron Man wow. triathlon. We're he not has, worthy. We're, we're not, not worthy. worthy. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that I've always, you know, kind of wanted to do, but in theory, it sounds, in so, theory, it sounds so amazing. <laughs> and I would love to be able to tell people that I have done that. But the work, oh my gosh. Yeah, we, we really, we respect you, Rick. And we are so, so, so excited that you are here with us today. Yes, thank you so much. I am too. That was, that was an <laughs> intro. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here going, holy geez. I'm, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm actually, I mean, I'm, I'm a little tan, but I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just impress yourself? <laughs> I'm like, who, I need to meet this guy. Like, where is he? <laughs> I'm looking around my office going. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you have done, you've had an amazing life, an amazing career, 
and we are really honored to yeah. have you here. I, back at you guys. I mean, I, you know, I, I saw that, I think it was just recent, you had somebody who I wanted to really meet on your show, and I did, Shira Adler. Oh, and man, she's amazing. Yes. She is we like, we connected with her at a CBD Expo last fall and just really, really connected and, um, you know, had, had, you know, just um, a really good moment of bonding with her and everything. And so she's been great. Yeah. yeah. What expo was that? She's doing amazing things in the in the cannabis industry. Yeah, for those of 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 you know our audience that really don't know you besides what Denise just said, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the CBD industry and how CBD has impacted you? Sure. Uh, so I'll I'll go like high level, like let's say a thirty thousand foot view and. Sure. Uh, wherever you guys want to kind of dive in, we sure yeah. we certainly can. So, yeah. um, so my background is I'm an RN. I'm a registered nurse, and I've been a nurse since '95. I uh, went to nursing school here in Texas, San Antonio, where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And um, it was about five years after that um, that we launched our first business. I say we, my wife and I, launched our first company, and it was nothing to do with cannabis. We <clears throat> we launched um, a staffing firm, very unsexy, but. Um, <laughs> Taught a lot of told us a lot of things. One is the startup world and and what it what it means to go from zero, you know, from idea uh, to launch to scale, and then eventually to an to an exit to an equity event. We had a um, a liquidity event, but um, we became one of the largest federal contracting companies. We ended up as one of the largest federal contracting companies in the country. And what we did was we just we put doctors and nurses into military bases. So we niched down. Uh, very specific and we got really good at it. So mm -hmm. those the things I'm sharing are really the lessons behind what entrepreneurship is. So we niched and then hyper niched down. We sold that business, but along that path, I was really afflicted by the, uh, or bitten by the entrepreneurial bug. And we, we did several other things, several other launches, um, still not cannabis. Mm -hmm. uh, some good, fun, some bad and very painful, believe me. <laughs> Um, all that glitters is not gold and, and yeah. it's part of world. It was after the sale, uh, you know, my wife took a little time off and I really gravitated towards um, uh, mentoring, advising, and we angel invested in some startups, still not cannabis. Mm -hmm. And it was about three to four years ago that uh, literally on Facebook Messenger one night, a good friend of mine sent me a message and he said, Rick, I want to start a business. And it makes that sound, right? That yeah. <laughs> and I think we were watching like The Bachelor or something and, and something, <laughs> you know, one of those random shows. Right. I him back and I said, who do you want to help? And um, he said, veterans with PTSD. And I said, I'm in, I, I'm, I'm a former army nurse, so veterans, well, regardless of one's service status, um, it's just, it's an American thing. So. Um, as a former army nurse, uh, it really it mattered to me even more. So I said, I'm in. Whatever you're doing, count me in. I'll help you with your startup. Mm -hmm. And I said, how are you going to help them? And he said, three letters that changed my life, CBD. And I said, I don't know what that is. But <laughs> I had no, no idea. That was my entrance or my first awareness of yeah. CBD. And it even took me a while because I would say BCD, you know, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, truth, truthfully, a few years ago, I knew nothing about this industry, what CBD was. I was raised the anti-cannabide. Um, mm. And so 
um, that sparked really um, the, the beginning of knowledge. It's, I needed to learn more about it. And uh, that began my deep dive into the industry, um, both sides, marijuana and hemp side, and yeah. um, learning as much as I can. So that was how I got into the business. It was because a friend of mine um, asked me to help with his startup. Wow, oh, nice. that's very cool. Nice. Yeah, I got into it as well through a friend. And um, <laughs> I, like you, grew up uh, in, an, in the anti-cannabis world. And, um, but once she, once she like, started talking to me about it and started telling me all the, the, the reasons and the, the, the medical reasons why cannabis is so good, um, and I, I've just read story after story after story after story of people that have been helped. Yeah, and so. I actually grew up in the anti-cannabis world too, very strict, you know, upbringing and everything where it was just really, you know, known as something not to do, you know, and, and so, um, but I just, I, I found it from my own, having my own issues um, and I just, the doctors weren't helping, holistic doctors weren't, you know, everything they gave me wasn't helping. So I just went searching on my own, you know, and I think that's what happens with a lot of people um, that end up in the industry. So, so yeah, so that's where I came from. I, I love hearing everyone's story of when they found out about CBD, yeah. how they found out about CBD. What trends in the CBD industry are you seeing currently? There's you no, know, there's a lot. One of the one of the trends that I'm specifically paying attention to is the investment tempo, um, the deal flow. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there's there's um, I'm a member of a local angel investment group here in San Antonio, and and uh, generally speaking, there's this hunger for cannabis deal flow. And I'm and I, when I say cannabis, I mean not just the CBD hemp side, but marijuana. Yeah. Um, meaning, um, underneath that, what that means is there's a lot of private money that's willing and eager. Um, to get into the industry. Mm -hmm. so the, as a result of that, one of the trends I'm recognizing is, is um, and I say this with a lot of love and respect, um, it's one of the reasons why our company exists, is there's a lot of amateurs in the business. And I say that to be totally transparent. Yeah. Buried entry so low, it's non-existent. Anybody can get in. Yeah. And as a result, you have folks who are entering the industry or coming from the black market into the light and then folks who are now hyper aware, angels, you know, family money, um, private investors, equity, private equity, and there's, they're trying to find a, map, a place to meet in the middle. And one of the biggest, at least for me, one of the things I, because I pay attention is the deal flow and the fact that it's becoming a challenge to identify where to put money that's at its less, with less risk, if you will. It's still highly, highly risky right now, but it's still, yeah. um, it's a challenge. So um, there's probably a lot of things that I recognize, but that's where I pay a lot of attention to. Yeah. Do you feel like this industry is riskier than other industries? I mean, I know there are challenges as far as um, with marketing and being FDA compliant and not making claims and, and all of these, all, all of those things. Um, and I know merchant processing uh, calls it a risky industry, but what are your thoughts? Do you feel like, as an angel investor, do you feel like it's riskier than other industries? It is, and and yeah, t putting all those aside because those are those are unique to the cannabis industry. All the things you just mentioned, yeah. but um, it is, and I and I think a lot of it is because of the points that I just mentioned. Is there's 
There's a lot of um, great ideas um, that aren't being developed in, in an authentic, or let's just call it in a business building fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and so it is risky because it's, it presents to uh, somebody who is an investor, even if it's just mom and dad, as a very shiny object. And it's a very shiny, sexy, green object. Mm -hmm. And there are likely as many companies starting and failing in the cannabis industry than there are in other industries. Um, so I think there is inherently more risk, plus the fact that marijuana is still federally illegal. So you, it's that, that remains as the big, the big kind of cloud that oversees the entire industry. So that is the, the biggest risk right now. But CBD still, it's, um, it's so unknown. There's so many unknowns and you guys, you guys know that. So beyond the, the, the finance, the processing, those things is all of the educational unknowns that, um, you know, Google, Google's the truth, right? Whatever you read on Google is the truth. And so Google the says risk, it, it must be true. Yeah. One of the biggest risks is, um, is the education, or the informational aspect of the CBD side of the industry right now as we speak. Yeah, I agree. And also from a consumer's side is knowing what is a good company and a reputable company and what's safe or what's not safe, you know, what has, what actually is on the ingredient list. And, you know, there's just so many unknowns with that is, you know, and it, it makes me nervous for consumers that just don't know that you need to do due, due diligence, but you can't just take people at their word and they could be ingesting things that just aren't, you know, safe. Yep. Fire beware. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, if someone, because we were talking about, you, you were talking about um, how there are a lot of um, newer people, greener people, have you, or if you will, um, that, are, that are beginning to step into the industry and kind of, um, what, what would you say to someone that, is, that has no experience in business, what would you say to them about opening up their own uh, business? You know, so um, we all start somewhere. And, and, and I, I'll, I'll frame it differently because uh, it, it torques me. And it, it torques me because, you know, I, I, I love the startup community. I love the, um, the startup entrepreneur. I love the fact that somebody wants to take an idea and make something, whether mm -hmm. it's legacy or change the world. Mm -hmm. But I like to frame it differently. It's like, um, for instance, um, becoming a nurse. I, I wasn't a nurse until the day I was a nurse. In other words, it took me years of training. I had an idea that I wanted to be a provider, a healthcare, a healthcare provider, an RN, and I wanted to change the world um, with my knowledge and my skills that I would learn as a nurse. And I didn't just rush to a hospital and say, I need a job. I had to go through significant training. Mm -hmm. um, now, if, if the folks listening can just, not necessarily my story, but think about something in your life. Uh, maybe it's school. You didn't suddenly jump into calculus unless you're a prodigy. You went through a series of steps. You went through first grade, second grade. It was a ladder, an ascension, if you will, until the day you became a graduate or, you know, you got some sort of recognition and or what, whatever it is. So extrapolate what I just shared into something that you've achieved in your life for you guys and your listeners. And then think about it. Did you just wake up and become the, the CEO or the, 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 the manager? It's, no, you start by flipping burgers. Mm -hmm. Most entrepreneurs don't do that. 
they charge right in thinking I'm the M you know, MF CEO. I, because this is my idea, I am now, I don't have to go through grades one through 12. Yeah. I don't have to show up to class or listen to instructors or mentors or military boot camp for Christ's sakes. You know, mm -hmm. everything we did was um, structured. Entrepreneurs don't do that. By and large, we don't. They rush in and then they're shocked and surprised when they fail because mm -hmm. there's, no, there's no strategic intent. There's no long-term vision. There's no planning. It's just, I have an idea. I will build it and they will come. And that's, it's very dangerous. It's a slippery slope and it's a very rare thing that an entrepreneur can transcend that and actually achieve something. Um, and here's the even scarier part is entrepreneurs by and large, we're responsible for putting food on our tables. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is not a game. Yeah. It, it's not a game. So I would say to the folks who have the, I have, an, I have a great idea and I want to take it to market and build something. Think about the experiences in your life and how you transcended or ascended um, taking, you know, going from first grade to 12th or from boot camp to, you know, military grad, whatever that is, mm -hmm. and then apply the same tactics. You know, find somebody who can get you there. Yeah. Find a tribe of people you can surround yourself with. Oh, so um, important. Yes, I mean, the simple, simple things. In other words, uh, I'll break it down into one sentence. Alone you go fast, together you go far. And yes. Yeah, so I, I just, I'd befuddled when entrepreneurs are like, no, I'm gonna do this all on my own because I have a great idea. And I'm like, when has it ever worked? Like historically, anything, anything. I mean, look at you guys. You guys are tag teaming this interview and um, you're a team. And yeah a wonderful thing to not trying to get it done by yourself and then scratching your head and saying well hell I failed there's no reason for failure in this industry right now none, yeah. none and I think um, I think so many times too yeah just like what you were saying people do try to do it on their own but in this day and age like networking is it's so important it's key to yeah. to really building a successful company and you, you've got to have a tribe. Absolutely. And you can't think that every single, I mean, you know, I go into, you know, the, the mastermind group that all of us are in together. I mean, I go in there and ask questions because, you know, even though we've been business owners before and everything, we don't know everything and, I, and, and we'll never know everything. So it's great just to have a group of people that are on your page and that support you and are cheerleading you on, but you can also go to them if there's something you may not know how to solve, or if you have some ideas on how to solve it, but would love to have other feedback, and you could hear somebody who has like an idea that is just so much more amazing than yours. Right, there's um, you know the power of the mastermind, it, and it's an, it's an aged concept. It's from what, the early 1900s. It's, it's not something that was, that emerged with Elon Musk or Richard Branson. The, what? <laughs> yeah, I know, like, the master, the master mind concept came from, um, I'm drawing a blank, but you know, long, decades upon decades, yeah. a century ago, and um, there's power to, to brain power and to surrounding yourselves with, um, here's, a, my, my wife says this phrase, if, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, and I've heard that before, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Totally agree. I've heard, I, your wife says that, and I've heard Tony Robbins say that. <laughs> you don't want you never want to be the smartest person in the room <laughs> what would you say is the number one mistake that that entrepreneurs make or that new businesses make 
um, I thought about that. And at different places in my journey, I would probably have a different answer. But where I am today is um, the biggest mistake is not, not beginning with the end in mind. Is, um, again, it goes back to uh, the barrier to entry in the industry, cannabis in general, whether it's marijuana, CBD, or hemp, is non-existent. Mm -hmm. uh, licenses can be purchased for a, a, ton, a few hundred dollars in some states. Wow. There's some extraction. That doesn't mean you can immediately start extracting. I just mean the actual purchase of the license. The barrier to entry is non-existent. So uh, begin with the end in mind. And wow. I, I say that because... Um, there's, there's another phrase that's, uh, it's, it talks about work-life balance, and that's a farce for entrepreneurs. It, it doesn't exist. As for an entrepreneur, generally speaking, and I'm not, I'm not bashing people, because I, I used to punch in and punch out, and um, I grew tired of it, but work-life balance exists for the person with the nine to five. You know, you go from nine to five, it's work, from five to whenever in weekends, it's everything else. As an yeah. entrepreneur, there's no segregation. It's all work, it's all life, it's all life, it's all work. They're one and the same. So that's why it's so important. Begin with the end in mind. You know, the, right now the fervor is, I wanna open up a shop. And, and I literally had conversations, and I won't violate confidentiality, but I'm just like, cool, how does your life look like in three years? And, and then I said, remember, you have a husband, and you have two children, and you, know, you wanna have two more. What does that look like in five years when you have a store that you have to be there to open? And you have, you know, the things that go with it at face value, it's very sexy and it is doable. It can become a multi-million dollar operation, but it sucks when you wake up in three years and realize it's drained the life out of you because you didn't begin with the end in mind. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And, and it really is. It really is so true. That is such an important question. What do we want the end to look like? Do we want to... Uh, keep the business long-term and, and live off of the earnings or do we want to sell in the end or, you know, what, what does the end look like? Um, I think, I think that's brilliant to think about that in the beginning. I, I feel, I feel like there are questions that we should yeah. be asking you that we don't know right now that we should be asking you. So I guess the question would be, what question should we be asking you? And then what's the answer to that? <laughs> That, that's a great question. I mean, honestly, that, because um, you're right, you know, we, we had talked about what we might be talking about, and um, that's a great, that's a really good question. So, um, you know, I'll just, I'll put it out there. So I think what you guys are doing is wonderful. You basically have controlled your own media outlet. And uh, you, what you've done by virtue of your show is you have, uh, you, you're creating your own content, you own your own content, and you can produce and disseminate it and insert, you know, ad runs and all that. So where I'm going with it is that, and, and again, this is just an observation, mm -hmm. is you've, and, and I'm, I don't know exactly what your business is, but for the folks who are listening, what you've done by virtue of this show is you've created a business that you control, you run, you operate. And by looking at you two, you're having fun doing it. Mm -hmm. so, so if I was asking questions, you know, one of the things we do at our company, Greenseed, it's greenseedcannabisco.com, is we simply help folks take their idea um, to market and to scale. And at the point where they might be churning some really good revenue, and that's all relative, mm -hmm. uh, then we put them in front of angel investors, um, private equity, um, private money, things like that. And we're proving that every day. In other words, 
we're bringing a level of responsibility, authenticity, and honestly being ethical uh, mm -hmm. to the cannabis business world. And, and the so, cannabis business world needs that. It does. It does. It, it's, and it's not just cannabis. Let's just be yeah. fair. Right. We can probably point to that in any industry. Yeah, true. Any industry. But, um, but right now, cannabis is it's the hottest thing in modern history. And as such, it comes with sometimes a lot of baggage that we never knew existed before. So yeah. um, that's, you know, so if I was asking me a question, I would say, Rick, how are you guys trying to elevate the industry? And I'd say by bringing a level of trust and transparency um, by virtue of the intro, which I'm still, um, I'm a little giddy over that you guys did. <laughs> um, we've helped businesses start and scale. We've done it ourselves. You know, we, we've been there, done that, uh, got the green t-shirt, and um, I think it's time. You know, I think it's past time that we, um, instead of fighting the forces that want to hold this industry down, it's let's show them how bright we can shine by being better entrepreneurs yeah. and, and, and really just shine the light on the goodness of the business aspects of the industry. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. That's what, and that's one of the things that we really want to do is, we want to show a different side of the cannabis industry, you know, through education and through just them seeing how we are authentically, right. you know, that it's not just, you know, one certain type of group of people that, you know, enjoy cannabis, but, you know, it's, you know, it's... It's for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It really is. Rick, this has been so amazing having you on the show it's been absolutely incredible and um and we just want to thank you again yeah. for being here being a part of this answering our question giving us a behind the scenes look that that for most people they never see the business side of cannabis so mm -hmm. you you know pulling back the curtains a little bit and giving us a glimpse into what it's like behind the scenes is super super cool and we're really grateful for that absolutely I really appreciate you guys having me on too. This has been fun. It really has been <laughs> so fun. We'll definitely have to do it again. Yes, 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 yes. And don't forget, so for the folks who, um, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I don't want to forget. So Cannabis the Book or CannabisTheBook.com. Um, uh, I know when you guys produce this, uh, the code will be green. If they use the code green C, they can have the book for free. Okay. Um, it's digitized so it'll be dropped right into as soon as they put the code in go to the go to cannabisthebook.com put the code in they can download it and we just did an update we're updating the cover too um just to reflect some of the the fast moving changes in the industry so um yeah very cool, very cool. I, I was gonna tell everyone that but you you did it you hit me to the punch i'm sorry okay it's totally okay. It works. It works because we did promise the people that they would be able to get a copy of your book. And so now they know how to do it. And I'm so excited for that. Yes. And now it's time for the portion of the show where we ask you a question. And Rick, I'm pointing to the audience. And I'm, not pointing, I'm not pointing to you. I'm, I'm pointing to the audience. I'm pointing to the people. <laughs> so our question today for you is, what is your opinion of the cannabis industry exploding? What are your thoughts on that? Let us know in the comments below because we would love to connect with you there. 
also members of the community a lot of times have the best tips and suggestions and advice. So be sure to connect to the community in the comments. Thanks again so much, Rick, for joining us. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. And for more videos just like this, be sure to hit the subscribe button. And if you have a question about CBD you'd like us to answer on a future episode, just be sure to ask it in the comments or click the link, I got a question. And we will be sure to answer that on a future episode. Again, thanks again for hanging out with us. And until next time, we will see you in the next video. See you there.